out there in TV land, and by TV land I mean Facebook, which is kind of the new TV, I guess. It's it's ruining everything. Uh, I, I, I want to leave Facebook shortly. And starting now, it's going to ruin your night. Welcome to the show. I am Luke Watson. I'm Roddy McInnes. And we are here to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. Hmm. Movies that might have been. It's near and dear to my heart, what we're going to talk about, in the way that a shower device pierces through it. I, I, we're here to talk about the Justice League film. But not the Justice League film that's coming out this week. We're talking about the one that could have come out 10 years ago. The better version. Well, it remains to be seen what the new one is like, but we do know that the Justice League movie that Warner Brothers greenlit in 2007 would have been directed by George Miller, who went on to direct Mad Max Fury Road. Well, I mean, I think he's more famous for Lorenzo's oil. <laughs> Surely, that's a hell of a film. Well, he's, a, he's a hell of a director. He is. He is a, he's a so phenomenal director. And he would have been so much better than th he who shall not be named Zack Snyder. No! He who shall not be named. We're going to talk about Zack Snyder later. But first, uh, please like, me, follow, me, share yes. this, by the way. And we want your comments. Please, uh, we interact. Yes. I interact. Luke interacts, and we all have a good old time. Please yes. harass us. So from the internet. I just want to take you back. Yes. I want to paint a picture. Please do. The year is 2007, right? We are one year away from Marvel launching their cinematic universe with Iron Man. And 2008. You know, controlling everything from there on out. Okay. Batman has begun, <laughs> and The Dark Knight is in production. Where are they? Superman has returned. Oh, that's the Brandon Ruth version. Brandon Ralph. Yeah, uh, Robert Brian Singer. He left X Men to do Superman Returns. Mm. It came out. It disappointed, but it was still, at this point in 2007, they still were planning a sequel for 2009. Right. They hadn't abandoned that yet. Smallville. <laughs> With Tom Welling. Tom, Tom <laughs> Welling in Smallville is Clark Kent. He's in year six of ten. And I just want to let that sink in for a second. Smallville was on the air for ten years. I was unaware of that. I, my knowledge of Smallville well, no, it didn't come to Scotland. Tom, really. Tom Welling started playing a teenager in high school, mm -hmm. and I think he was 45 by the time Smallville Have you ended. seen him lately? Yes. Do, he's in a, he's added to the cast of uh, Lucifer, the, yes. the, the, the ill-fated... That's another DC <laughs> Comics universe. Well, yeah, but in, in so much as that it's just got the name, it's nothing like it. I've stopped watching it. I'm a big Lucifer fan, and I've stopped watching it. Tom Welling has not aged well. He looks... <sighs> Because I've got a lot of hate. Why you got to rain on Tom Welling's parade? He just it's got not, a new job. It's not just Tom Welling. Tom it's, Welling. I'm, I'm quite sick right now. And I'm, I'm proud of you, Tom Welling. All right, as long as he's got your approval, that's had, all he's been. You had after a good run all this way through. All right. Yeah. So there's lots of so there's anyway, lots there's of a lot Superman of things. across the board. George Miller, George Miller of the Renzo's oil thing. had had recently released a little movie called Happy Feet. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was a big success. And before that, he had done uh, Babe 2, mm -hmm. Pig in the City. A classic. Right? So George Miller is not, up there with is not well known as the, the Mad Max Fury Road guy that we know him as today. He was the Happy Feet and Babe guy. Well, for a period of years, but I don't think he ever lost that. Oh, no. I mean, he, he was He wrote and created and directed and like the first Mad the Max The first film, Mad Max movies way back in the day. I think it was only just the first one. Uh, he was involved with all three. If he didn't direct, he was involved He was credited with for the character, but I don't think he was. But anyway. it's Hollywood. It's what has yeah. he done for me lately. And mm. if that's Happy Feet, then Warner Brothers is, is also happy because that made money. But anyway, what happened was uh, Warner Brothers recognized they had these DC superheroes, some of the most valuable intellectual property in the world, and they wanted to exploit that. 
Rightly and so. so they greenlit a Justice League live action movie. Called? But it's, it's, it was called Justice League Mortal. Based on? And it was based on a lot of comics. Yeah, actually. you gave me, yeah, Luke was kind enough to send me a reading list for this and all things I've read before and I went over them again. They've all blended into one in my mind. It's now Infinite Identity Crisis on multiple Earths or something. That pretty much nails it. <laughs> so yeah. it was very faithful to the comic books, uh, which again, before Iron Man hit the screen and became a huge success, that's kind of like a big gamble. Yeah, right? and that's what I've always liked about DC over Marvel. They are risk takers. They killed Robin. That was a hell of a thing at the time. They, like, and not even in a... Because the thing is, Marvel did kill off a character. They killed off Bucky Barnes, who's yeah. Steve Rogers. But that was more like... No, killing, killing Robin, ch child murder? Yeah. Is a serious Senseless step. child murder at that. Yes. Like, uh, Bucky Barnes died what he... Uh, died doing what he loved best, killing Nazis. That's, that's right. If you're gonna <laughs> it go, was a patriotic if you're death gonna go, that's part. the way to do it. Yeah, Robin, uh, Jason Todd was just senselessly beaten to death with a crowbar by a clown. So maybe we'll see that on the big screen. We can only hope. That is such a Zack Snyder story. That's the only Let's part talk of about that the whole story I want to see. I want to see that. I that's don't true. care about it. They Anna. teased it. They teased it in Batman v Superman. <sighs> but anyway, I want to talk about this cast because it is, it is a who's who of 20-somethings that are really yeah, kicking of the, themselves. Yeah, of the alts of the 2000s. These guys, okay, let's run through this. Army Hammer, better known as the Winklevoss twins the in Winklevi. the social network, the Winklevi. <laughs> Uh, he would have been Batman, and he would have been Batman while Christian Bale was still Batman, which is we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, that's a, a bit of a bit of a conflict of interest. There. I we've got, he got fitted for the suit, and they got to the point yes. of doing all. That. He was he stood like seven foot three with all the beard. I think he would have been a good Batman. But, would have been an excellent Batman. Uh, this whole cast I actually like. Uh, DJ Catrona, he played Superman. He went on to do GI Joe Retaliation, and he's in the From Dusk Till Dawn TV series. I haven't seen any of those. Megan Gale. <laughs> would have been Wonder Woman. She looks like Wonder Woman? Uh, she does. She looks like she could pull off a Wonder Woman. Uh, Adam Brody was actually probably the most famous of the cast. He would have been He the was Flash. in the OC at the time. He was in the OC. Uh, he would have been Barry Allen as the Flash. Well, another guy that was pretty famous, Common, would have been uh, the Green rapper. Lantern. Yeah, it's John Stewart, the only black Green Lantern in the universe. That's right. Yeah. So that's the one that Common is going to play. Is going to? Or was going was to? Going was to going play. to. If you're going to make him the Green Lantern, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's the only one you can be. It makes sense. No, that's not the only one you it's can be. Why be so limiting? Why be so limiting? I'm not being limiting. It's just... Right, I'm not going to continue All right. this conversation. This movie why even Colin, had... Why, why, why John Stewart is my question to this? Because the within the source material... The, why not Hal Jordan? No, it's Kyle Rayner who is the, the lantern in the stories. Uh, I think it's probably because if you look at that cast... Who stands out? A lot of dorky Come on, white there's a lot of there's a lot of white dudes there. Yeah. So John Stewart is the Green Lantern. Listen, he's a good choice. It would have been interesting. I'd like to see the John Stewart take on the character. Uh, I have no care or love for Aquaman, so I don't. Care I want to talk about him. Aquaman because this is a guy that is being typecast. This is uh, his name is Santiago Cabrera. Mm. He played Isaac Mendez in the TV show Heroes. Oh, mm -hmm. that's where I know him yep. from. And I didn't realize that at the time. No, me neither. Uh, I but just he does look familiar that. when you know that. Yeah, he's, I didn't, you didn't recognize him when he's not and he's, shooting up and painting things. And he's more recently been in Transformers The Last Night. Yeah, I haven't seen so that he has, So that explains why I haven't seen him in a while. He's done things. Uh, Martian Manhunter is Karen Little says, I'm here, P.A. Pa? I'm here, Pa. Stephen Gardner is also watching, and that's creepy, but that's okay. That's all Who's right. this dude, and why is he playing John Jones, Martian this, Manhunter? Well, this is, this is... He looks like an anime character. No, this is life. George Miller's guy. This is, he went on to play Immort and Joe 
in Mad Max Fury oh. Road, and he was Toe Cutter in the old Mad Max. Yeah, that's series. I didn't I didn't realize what he looked like when he wasn't you know. Besides Common, up. this guy stands out because everyone else is like in their twenties, and yeah. this guy's obviously he's uh, a, an, a veteran. an older gentleman. And he's George Miller's guy. Surely the most famous one at the time was who was playing Maxwell Lord. Yes, it was Jay Baruchel who was coming off of. Uh, what was he in at that point? Well, he did Tropic Thunder. That was what, yeah. He would have been the villain. Which is strange. Is he doesn't look like a villain to me, but I would have liked to have seen I, it. I would like to say, I listened to the podcast that he was on where he, ta he talked about everything that went How wrong. How happy he is. That must have no, been the day, he, that, that must have been the day it was I, announced. Part of the reason I like... I don't want to see the day that he found <laughs> out it was cancelled. Oh, no. That's Poor him all guy. the time, though. I feel he's quite happy. To he's the voice of uh, in uh, How to Train Your Dragon. He's the main character. Yeah. He's, he doesn't, he's not one that inspires confidence or gravitas, really. He's like Jay Baruchel. I would like to see this because they chose to go with Maxwell Lord instead of Lex Luthor yes. for the DC universe. Yes. Because and I give them credit for like getting away from Lex Luthor and the Joker. And Come they re on. reinvented the, the character somewhat because he's just meant to be this kind of shadowy business dude that is on the side they of They had a different take on him. We'll League. get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, Interesting um, casting. Yeah. Brave casting, which is entirely he, a DC way. I would say that if one thing could have happened that would have paralleled what we saw with Batman v Superman, there is the potential that he could have been like the Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. He would have Eisenberged it. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor just had like no gravitas. Yeah. He was like, you know. Walking about in his... Converse being weird. He was playing Mark Zuckerberg from the social network, basically, <laughs> as Max Luthor. Uh, so anyway, just to round out the cast, we had Teresa Palmer as Talia Al Ghul, who would have been the second villain. Mm. And we had Zoe Kazan as Iris Kazan, West. As Iris West. And she would have been the love interest, Wally of course, to, uh, Bar Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'd be the. Uh, she's she was just in the big six, so she's you know that was she's uh, doing well fine. She hasn't movie. missed out as a result. But of this for the happening. most part, this cast was excellent. It looks phenomenal and, and missed I, a huge opportunity. And uh, Army Hammer by that point had done the and Lone were, Ranger and he'd done the. Well, he, Man I think from he did Uncle. Lone Ranger after Man from Uncle after as well. Well, those were the two that killed him. Had he done this, I think he would have been a much bigger star than. Interestingly he enough, though, in the Man from Uncle, Army Hammer fights Henry Cavill, who went on to play Base. Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did get Batman v Superman out of him. <laughs> In right. the worst possible way. Let's move on to the story. <laughs> what would, okay, we know the cast. They're all like, almost all. They're all excellent. 20-somethings, pretty well cast. I'm like, I'm into this cast. Yeah, Stephen Gardner says, I love Celebrity Page. It's my favorite entertainment show. Well, no, thank you for tuning in. I'm glad you enjoy. <laughs> Uh, yes, all Thank the you story, for joining us. It's well. a sort of mishmash of four or five different um, sources. It's, you've got Identity Crisis, Infinite Crisis, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, the OMAC Project the OMAC. <laughs> yeah. and Tower of Babel, which is one that I actually, I remember reading that comic in English class in high school instead of uh, the Canterbury Tales. The Canterbury Tales were weird. Uh, I really liked it was Justice League Tower <laughs> of Babel, sorry. Yeah, Tower of Babel actually got, uh, turned into uh, Justice League Doom, which is the only remnant of this story left. I heard that was a terrible movie. It's, uh, it's, it's an it's animated, an animated film. It's fine. It's, it's, it's functional. It's serviceable. It does right. the job. I'm going sure to tell you the, the very brief, hmm. bri very brief story summary, and it doesn't get into everything. Uh, Batman, dissatisfied with metahumans in the world. Right creates an army of robots, the right. OMAX. Robots. Ro Romats. <laughs> to replace the Justice League, right. only for it to backfire oh, and yeah. 
and result in a legion of evil AI robots bent on <laughs> world domination. Right. Yeah, creating, creating an army of robots always backfires. Is it just me, or does that sound exactly like Age of Ultron? It does. It sounds like uh, everything that should have... Well, this, this plot line is so similar to what Avengers 2 did mm. that I guarantee you if this movie had been made... First of all, it would have changed comic book movies... Entirely, because it would have beat Marvel to the punch. It would have set a different tone for comic book movies. But entirely. they definitely would have never done the Age of Ultron because it's so similar. Yeah, and, it would. Have, it would. Have, it have forced them out of it. It's uh, DC could have got the jump in this, and they could have made it so incredibly good if they had stuck to what I think George Miller wanted to do. And, and he wanted to make it very faithful to the comics. Yeah, a, a Jay Baruchel in that um, uh, podcast that I listened to said. You can't make something for every, everyone or because you end up making someone for nobody at all. The, the way that they were specific about it, that the fact that they didn't have the big name villains, they had this dude, Maxwell this guy, Lord. Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord, a guy the that comic known, book people have to Google. Yeah, the little, I didn't know him. The little known Talia Al Ghul, Rachel Al Ghul's daughter. You don't know who that is, and if you do, I'm very surprised She's and well done. She's just coasting on the Al Ghul name. Oh, yeah. Them Al Ghouls controlling everything. It's them and the Vanderbilts, isn't it? That's yeah, right. Right. So yes, uh, robot right. meta uh, metahumans right. are. So this skips the origins. Yeah. When this movie Rightly starts, they they all the, the main characters, all the superheroes are well known. They're publicly known, mm. uh, but they've not yet formed a collaborative team. A they've league. Not, they've not <laughs> a league. <laughs> if you if you will. A if league you bent on justice. Yeah. Uh, so they would have been publicly known. Basically, world peace has been achieved because they're out there doing their thing. Superman's being super. Batman's Wonder Woman's being wondering. Batman's flashing. flashing. So they're all doing their thing. Green yeah. Lantern is lanterning. Lanterning. Greening? Um, yes. Can, yeah, all right. So, yeah, things are good in the world. There was a line, actually, I thought was interesting. Alfred tells Bruce Wayne that uh, crime in Gotham City has been reduced to a nuisance. And mm. that's, that's got to kill Batman. Yeah, because that's his own What's he going to do with his time? Absolutely nothing. Take up Polo. I guess. Look after one of the many children but he's adopted and subsequently let to die. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And, and literally anything else. Their blood is on your hands, Bruce. <laughs> so uh, one thing that I thought was interesting is that Batman's suit in this would have been a little bit different. I guess we kind of saw it in The Dark Knight Rises with Christian yeah. Bale. It would have been an exosuit. Where Slightly it more like powered. A little, yeah, cybernetic, like... Yeah, because if you spend the past 15, 20 years jumping off rooftops and getting kicked in the face, it's going to take its toll on you. You're going to need a walker. Yeah, there's a very fancy, expensive billionaire walker that so, fights crime. So, uh, anyway, this... Uh, so, yes, yeah, the story. The uh, all story. these robots, uh, they become self-aware and they yes. take over the world. One thing I do want to say about this is that there would have been a cool scene. Maxwell Lord had psychic powers and he would have taken control of Superman's mind and used him as a weapon, and there's a scene where he would fight Wonder Woman. Mm. And supposedly, yeah. just like hinting at the Zack like Snyder Maxwell Lord was warping his is. mind to make uh, Superman think that Wonder Woman's yeah. actually doomsday coming to So you whatever. see this scene here, this is a storyboard. Uh, first of all, I want to credit J.L. Daco on Twitter. They have, uh, they were working on a documentary, I think it's in indefinite hold, just like this movie was mm. uh, about this. But anyway, this is a storyboard from the production, and Superman is breaking Wonder Woman's wrist. Yeah. So George Miller was not going to hold Yeah, back. he wasn't fucking about it. Like, George Miller is... Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go on to this again. He's, he's, he was exactly the right person to do this. So he, the, the, the script was perfect. The cast was... And it's just a shame it didn't happen. No, because it, it's entirely what DC's meant to be. Risk-taking and dark and... and the last thing about the story, before we get to the production, and what went wrong is that this would have been bookended with a funeral. 
where it starts with a funeral, you don't see who died, mm. and in the end you find out, spoiler alert, for a movie that we're never <laughs> going to see, it was The Flash. Oh no! Barry Allen dies, and Wally West takes over, the takes the mantle. And so it yeah. actually would have had like it would a have nice, had weight to it. Yeah, it would have had a nice kind of arc. Unlike Good say story Avengers like, or Captain America: Civil War, where they're afraid to kill a character, Justice League would have went right out yeah. of the gate, killing a major character. Do that thing. Expendability. <laughs> the idea of mortality within superheroes. They're not gods. Like, kill them off occasionally. That's um, Well, there's so many of them. That's why I'll look always at, like Look at how, how many more. people in that cast. How many people in that? You definitely, you can, you can lose a couple. Yes, you can, lo you can lose. Right. So, about the production. And yeah. I think that, uh, here's a, actually, this was a photo. This is a candid of the production. They all assembled. This was going to be shot in Australia. Mm. And the team went down there, and at least the main characters, Army Hammer and DJ Katrona, they, they were, were there for training. months. They, they were, were training. They were already doing the... They were spending months practicing training to become, <laughs> become Batman, Batman and, and Superman. Superman. And, uh, and they were all just chilling in Australia. And Jeffrey then, Hayes on Facebook. I am watching in Lions, New York. Hello. Hello, Jeffrey Hayes. Hello, Jeffrey. <laughs> That's all invite, we have to say to you. Invite your friends. Please, yes. Uh, and actually, because it was in Australia, mm. Weta... Who oh, it's is, Lord of the Rings, isn't it? That That's is uh, Peter, yeah, Jackson. Peter Jackson's company. They were doing the costuming, and it was possible they would end up doing the effects. So you would mm. have had the the company that did the effects for Lord of the Rings working on this movie, which is it, I'm just adding more like tantalizing yeah. talent to this. It's just adding it, up it, to something it, more it, than incredible. It, it looked like it was too big to fail. Why did it though? It was the writer's strike, wasn't it? Okay, so it was announced in February 2007. Right. And George Miller signed on in September 2007. January. Off the, the, the riding the high coast of, uh, of Babe. <laughs> happy Feet Two. Oh, happy Feet right? Two. There right. it is. Big announcement. George Miller to lead Justice League. Uh, it's a huge deal. And then come January 2008, there's a mm. writer strike looming. So uh, the Warner Brothers thought that the script needed some work, but that was impossible. Yeah. Writers, whenever the writers go on strike, none of the writers are allowed to write or they'll be disbarred. Yeah. Like it will be a career ender. So there was no way for Warner to actually script the script or do anything to and it. And so all. it was put on indefinite hold. Which is always a good thing for anything that you know is time sensitive and needs they to be. They allowed the cast options to lapse, which means we're not going to hold you if you get another job. Yeah. Go take the other job. Um, and then they were planning for a mid April shoot. Which and didn't happen. A mid 2009 release. But mm. then there was another thing. Australia, uh, yeah, there's the announcement it, when they said it was supposed to happen in 2009. So, Australia uh, actually, they had just put together this film board and they're going to have generous tax credits, supposedly. That's the same sort of thing that happened in Hawaii, wasn't it? It we, happened. We were, all talk over. we were talking about um, Marvel's Inhumans, and I was wondering why it was all filmed in Hawaii, in this like one parking Money. lot in Hawaii. Money. <laughs> it's, it's a very scenic parking lot. It, it, it's beautiful. Palm if you're trees, gonna if you're gonna visit Kia a parking Sorrento lot, hanging about visit them. the parking lots in Hawaii. It was in Oahu. It was just outside of a Kauahu burger. So it, was, it was a nice parking lot. This fell through. Politics got in the way. Yeah. The writer strike get, gets in the way, and then politics from Australia gets in the way. <laughs> Australian politics ruined. Apparently, it, 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 there's a this. quote here. It, uh, when George Miller was asked what went wrong, he said there was a writer's strike. I want to do a dramatic reading of this. Okay, do a dramatic. There reading. was a writer's strike or some legislation with a tax rebate to make it in Australia. It was the first film that came up and there was a debate about whether it was Australian content even though I was driving it. I didn't have to be, it didn't have to be Australian content, but Australian control. 
but there was you a board. Be, that, you got to be scared when it's Australian control. Australian control. I can just see Mad Max now. <laughs> but yeah, there was a board that no longer exists that uh, the government cobbled together from people who knew nothing about the film industry, and they voted, and they voted, and it struck it down by one vote. We were already once <laughs> once that happened, and the writer strike happened, it fell apart. One, and that's a sad story. One Australian man. What or woman? You or woman? You know Person. who you are. <laughs> If you're watching, which you undoubtedly are. You doomed Justice League. So, <laughs> At 7.45 in the morning So in anyway, Brisbane. what happens is then they announce they're moving the production to Canada. George Miller doesn't want it, but it's happening that way. Uh, That's where he's from. He's from a place called Chinchilla. Really? Yep. That's he's from Chinchilla in New, Tho- New South Wales. Where are my Chinchillans at? <laughs> where are my Chinchillans <laughs> at? <laughs> All right. So... Uh, but after they moved it to Canada, that's mm. when they announced the title. So they still had faith that would happen. Yeah. In it, this was in March 2008. They announced it's Justice League Mortal. When did uh, Dark Knight come out? Justice League Mortal announced in 2008. Iron Man May 2008. Mm. Dark Knight July 2008. So it was like there was a lot of superhero news yeah. right then. Because uh, once they, I mean, here, there's <laughs> a really sad story though. So DJ Katrona, he yes. was supposed to be Superman. This I know that's a person's name, but he sounds like a really bad Florida club DJ. He does sound like a bad Florida club <laughs> DJ. But he was supposed to be Superman. He would yeah. have been a household name. He was actually standing outside his house oh, yeah, in L.A. This. with his little bag, <laughs> his which, which I assume was blue and red. Yeah, keeping in, and keeping in branding. And the, and the cab pulled up. The cab pulls up, and, and he gets he a, a call. call. He gets a call while the cab is pulling up that says, uh, DJ... I've got some bad news for you. You're not flying to Australia. In fact, you're not flying anywhere. No, Australia doesn't exist anymore. Batman and Superman is canceled. Go home. Just, just stay in LA yep. where, people, where people will take good care of you. We'll call you. Right, we'll that's, call you. So That sounds and, awful. And the cabbie, you spent so many months cab, training, The cabbie says, weights. I'm here to pick you up, take you to the airport. And he says... No, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, so, I am getting the no. So anyway, uh, this was devastating to this young crew, mm. and uh, they literally found out about this days before shooting was to begin. Yeah, and the subsequent timing of events after that didn't help. The, the Dark Knight was phenomenal, and that was the Batman film. Then DC yeah. went ahead and did Green Lantern. Green Lantern was 2011, <sighs> and then. Uh, Avengers was 2012. Just to put this in perspective, mm. Avengers only came out in 2012. That would have been what? That would have been uh, three years before or after, after. this movie. Which, is, yeah, along, it, they, they, it's unfortunate that they missed the, the, the jump on this one, as I would have loved to have seen it done properly. So, um, the other thing, I'll get onto my hatred as I So the other thing that maybe went wrong here, mm. we know about Australia, we know about you, you know who you are. We know about the writer's strike, but there's uh, a question as to Warner. Mm. Did Warner pull back their support for this project because The Dark Knight was coming out? This was right after yeah, and Christian Heath, Bale Heath Ledger had just died. Yeah. So this was like The Dark Knight was all anyone was talking yeah. about. It has Oscar buzz. Chris Nolan is one of the greatest auteurs of our time that was proven in this genre. You think, you think he's one of the greatest auteurs of our time? I think so. Really? I think so. He does really uh, impressive creative work, unlike anything else that other that, that people make. Mm. 
I know, I know. I, I like him as a director. I find him just a bit up himself. He's, he <laughs> probably is <laughs> because he's. Great. But if you're one of the greatest right. auditors of our he's generation, like you would be West. up yourself, I suppose. He's the Kanye. He's the Kanye West, West of movie of making. Movie making. Uh, That's a horrible not. thing to I'm, say I'm about sorry. another I'm human sorry, being. Chris Why Man. would you? The Kanye West of any profession. Right. So Christian Bale had a quote. <laughs> yeah. Christian Bale had a quote. He said, uh, apart from when he was shouting about, his about this, he said, "It'd be better if it doesn't tread on the toes of what we're doing." And it would be better if it comes out after Batman 3, which would have mm. been The Dark Knight Rises. So I'm getting the sense that yeah. you know, y- your, your money makers are saying, hey, you know, what about us over here? You want us to keep doing what we're doing? You want to keep the ball rolling? Yeah, let's, let's, let's shovel uh, this one under the carpet a little bit. Let's kill this thing. It was meant to be like, it talks about different ways to do this thing as well. It was meant to be motion capture. That was another thing. So there was uh, a talk of like Beowulf came out. Yeah, with Ray Winston. So there was a talk of it being more As the Cockney accented Viking man. And, and if you didn't see Beowulf. Or uh, Beowulf. Beowulf. <laughs> I'm a Viking. I've come here to kill the Gorgon. Uh, 300 Grendel. was kind of like this. Yeah. That, that would have been an interesting way to do it, seeing as it is a I think they comic probably, book. This was just rumor. They, they may uh, have not gone in that direction. Um, what was it Jay Baruchel said about this movie? It sucks it didn't get made. Yeah, apart from that. But, it's but like, at least I was in How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> and How to Train that's Your Dragon probably, Yeah, that's, that's a word for I can't remember what exactly he said about it, but it was pertinent at the time. But I, also, another thing we have to keep in mind is this movie would have introduced a new Batman and a new Superman when we already had Christian Bale's Batman. Mm, and we already had Brandon, Brandon Routh right, as Superman, Superman. And we already had Tom Welling as Superman. As Clark Super Kent. Boy, Clark person. So it would have been pretty crowded for the DC multiverse. Yeah, and it's fine. They own the TV shows now. They are far and away much better than the the Marvel TV properties. It just makes me sad and I really want to talk about how awful... It's it's funny you should talk about that because now I want to get to the Roddy Rant. Hashtag Roddy Rant. This is where we talk about what could have been versus what is. And I'm just going to preface this by saying that I don't dislike Zack Snyder no. and his work. No, I know you don't. That's Zack Snyder fool. is really good at doing certain things <laughs> yeah. as a director. And just for those of you watching, if you're wondering who, who Zack Snyder is, Zack Snyder is the director of Man of Steel yep. and Batman v Superman, yep. and he mostly directed the upcoming Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. He's the architect of the current DC oh. universe. Yeah. And Zack Snyder is an incredibly visual director who's done good things, yep. but, mm-hmm. hashtag Roddy Rant, go. When I woke up this morning, I thought to myself, I'm not gonna hate Zack Snyder today. That, like every other day I've tried to do it, I failed. It's, he, I was watching a, a very a famous clip from South Park where they bring in different directors in a room, and one's M. Night Shyamalan, and he said, oh, that, what if it turns out they're all aliens? And that's not that's not story structure. That's just a plot twist. And then Michael Bay comes in, and the plane goes. That's not story structure. That's just special effects. I don't know the difference. We know you don't. Mel Gibson comes in and presents a proper story. Zack Snyder is the modern version for superheroes of Michael Bay. He thinks that fancy, fancy, shiny, shiny is good. And also violence. And also Let's not vi- forget the extreme yeah, violence. Yeah, but it's not just it's extreme gratuitous violence. It's not purposeful violence. Like it to, to illustrate. 
the, the truly messed up nature of the DC universe. It's just, oh, violence is there, and we're going to make it R-rated. No, I hate you, Zack Snyder. I want to meet you just so I can strike you. No! <laughs> no, Zack Snyder, I, I respect <laughs> you, your work. He, he... Come on our show. No! <laughs> And that's what does it. So I would, I would come on if that Scottish guy didn't threaten to kill me. That's. I just that, want to say. No, it's what Jay Baruchel described this as: uh, George Miller, is it, is it Miller doing Snyder? Yes. Right. Which. But George Miller has more credibility much when it comes co- to story. A proven track record and a, and a wider palette. He. He directed uh, a miniseries in Australia about cricket that won awards. It's one of wait a second. One of, one of Hugo wait a second. How have I missed this miniseries about cricket? Yeah, we, one of Hugo. Where Weavings. have I been? Hugo Weavings, Mr. Smith, and uh, Elrond. Uh, Elrond. Yeah. Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it was called Bodyline, and it was about the 1932-1933 Ashes oh, I gotta test. I put this in my notes, dude. It's riveting. Uh, it's all about how the English uh, were cheating at cricket, and he won awards for that. He he did a Wait. dismissal. It was a court drama, a heavy weight court drama in Australia. He did Lorenzo's Oil, which was an emotionally tiring right. film, also featuring Nick Nolte, who we all know was uh, voted sexiest man in 1992. Was he really? Yeah, he was. 1992 was a hell of a year for Nick Nolte. Was a hell of a year and women everywhere. Anyway, all right. sorry. So anyway, that's that's your Zack Snyder rant. <laughs> But for those of you who are maybe Team Roddy on this, mm. I just want to remind everyone that the new Justice League movie coming out, mm. it started as a Zack Snyder movie and Joss Whedon, who helmed uh, Avengers, yeah. came on board to uh, maybe course correct. Dramaturgy-ish kind of. Yeah, so yeah. we it remains to be seen how Zack Snyder, how Batman v Superman. There's only there's only one way that this entire debacle I think can be solved in the DCEU. It's that at the end of this upcoming film, it is established that there is another parallel universe of like Earth Two or Earth Three or whatever, where a completely separate iteration of the cast, same cast but with all the mistakes that were made in the first few films <laughs> taken out. I want, there should be a poll, there should be like a Twitter vote, how should we change? And then the two universes smash together and, and then we follow the second yes. universe for the rest of it. Which is <laughs> the ser- seriously the most comic book thing that could possibly happen yeah. to these movies. It's, it's, it, there's precedent within it, but I don't see why it couldn't happen. But that also, for me is the only way Warner has be been safe. teasing this because they announced a, uh, a Joker movie mm. with Martin Scorsese with Martin Scorsese. That Martin Scorsese would be behind this Joker Who, But who's movie. gonna play the Joker, though? Uh, well, the rumor is Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio could be Leonardo DiCaprio you didn't hear this? the Joker? No! They said it would not be Jared Leto. Good! So anyway, <laughs> DC is actually uh, potentially exploring standalone stories now that the universe they've been crafting is uh, a little shaky. Yeah, I, I want the universe that they've been crafting to fall apart and die in a fire. I'm going <laughs> to withhold my judgment too. until I see That's Justice fine. League. That's uh, fine. All right. Cool, but, but in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, look, just look at what we've discussed, what could have been. Mm. And maybe George Miller still gets involved. I would like, yeah. George Miller is still out there doing great work, and he could still come back to this Once universe. my assassins find and dispatch Zack Snyder, then John, you know, George Miller can... All right. Takeover. And the last thing I will note to the cast, the would-be cast of George Miller's Justice League, mm. we're so sorry. This really sucks for you. Mm. This is one of the great crimes yeah, in oh. superhero history. <laughs> and uh, Army Hammer could have been Batman. He could have been Batman. He, he could have been a completely different career. Batman. He could have been winning all. Every day he wakes up and looks in the mirror, 
He says, ah, fucking Lone Ranger. Why? He says, <laughs> he says, <laughs> That's why he, he says, says, I'm not Batman. <laughs> All right. And on that note, yeah. uh, that was that was a thing that we did. That was fun. Uh, yeah, please, my name is Roger McInnes. Please follow, like, share, get in touch, harass me. He's Luke Watson. Harass him even more. Um, we'll be back at some point, won't we? We will be back we will at some point. Talking about what? No idea. Unless they pull the plug days before we're supposed and to. Like, go. I'll be I'll be waiting outside my house just about to get in a cab and you'll call me up and you're like, yeah, you're not coming. No. No, cancel I production. That shoot we were going to do in Australia, <laughs> it's off. All right, guys, thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.